Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Happy Saturday. How are you doing? Very good. We're doing a show called Keep What's Yours. Yes. You've written a book called Keep What's Yours, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage Over Your Competition. It's a little handheld kind of book you go through. There's a couple of uh, funny cartoons in here that have to do with, um, you know, certain, (laughs) I mean, not necessarily tax code. You know, I'm not going to open this book and read tax code. No, because it will put you to sleep. It would put you to sleep. Seriously. (laughs) But it's it's written in plain speak in a way that we can uh, kind of digest it. Yes. And that's kind of what the show is supposed to be. It's it's the the conversational version of the book. Keep what's yours. Yes. We talk about taxes. We talk about how the IRS isn't really out to get you. They're just, you know, they're they're there. They have to enforce the rules that are put on the books. So. Yeah, the IRS is, you know, it's not a, a an evil corporation. It's not an entity. It's not yes. a thing. <laughs> it's just a nameless, faceless building with no windows That's right. with people working in it. And they don't know who I am. No, you're so a number. <laughs> I'm a number to them. So why would they be out to get me? They're exactly. not. Yeah. It's just the tax code and they enforce it. Yes. Well, there's also things written in the tax code that can benefit us. There's a lot of stuff that's written in a tax code that can benefit you. Um, the, the issue is most people, you don't know what you don't know. So again, when you get into it, um, there's a whole bunch of little snowflakes out there. Everybody is different. Everybody's got different things going my on. Ta- my tax uh, liability, my tax burden is going to be different than yours. Exactly. It's going to exactly. be different than the listeners. So there's certain rules that apply to me. There's certain rules apply to you. And the and the the concept is use what you could use to help you reduce your tax liability at the end of the year. And there's no stigma with that. A lot of people are like, oh, your tax cheats and all that. No, you're using what the laws that are available to you, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. This is the way that I envision it, and I think in cartoons a lot. (laughs) Blame me for that. Blame Looney Tunes growing up. Yeah, Yeah. But I see the, you know, who writes the tax code? Well, we, it's our senators and our representatives, yes. but it's probably their aides. It's their aides that write it. They hand it to the IRS. IRS tries yeah. to interpret it, you know, and put it into real life workings, if you want to call it. So that. we have uh, senators and representatives that say, you know, I think it would be a good idea if we allowed people to pay for their education uh, to a certain amount yes. with tax-free money. Great. Put it in the bill. And then it goes in the bill. And then what happens, Jeff? Nothing. Yeah. Nobody comes to my house. And nope. Tells they don't me knock on it. your door and There's, say, hey, look, Josh, they got this new thing. Right. There's <laughs> no big press conference about it. And maybe there is, but nobody watched it. No, it's on C-SPAN. and It's on C-SPAN. 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I don't even know if I get C-SPAN on my cable you provider. Do. I've watched it. It's, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> okay. From time to time. Yes. Not, not regularly, but from time to time. Stuff grabs my attention. 
there is not a mailer that comes out. There's no. not a it's it's just they put it in the tax code and then that's where it stops. Yep. Exactly. So if I didn't have a Jeff Zufall to interpret the tax code on my benefit, on my behalf, to interpret it through my personal snowflake yes. <laughs> tax liability, no one else is going to do it for me. No, they're not going to. Unless I sit down one day, honey, you've got the baby for the next 72 hours because I'm going to sit down and read the tax code. That will never happen. That will never happen because she said, no, you, know, you take the baby, I'll read the tax code. <laughs> exactly. Uh, nobody knows how to read it because it's not written in a, a plain speak. It's not like the book, Keep What's Yours. That's why you have to write the book in plain speak. That's why mm-hmm. we have to do the radio show in the afternoons on the weekends is because we have to explain this to the people. This yes. is this is an education. What about uh, guys and gals? Uh, you know, it's graduation season. You know how many graduation parties uh, yes. driving by? You see the balloons out. Yeah. They're all over the place. Um, graduation season. How many kids, uh, guys and girls graduating with a accounting degree or with a, a finance degree, how many of them have sat down and, and were taught the tax code? They were taught tax law application, but they were not taught strategy is the issue. So the um, idea is learning how to utilize the tax code is an on-the-job. Yes. yes, it is. It's it's uh, longevity. Each year getting into it going, oh, that happened. We could do this. Um, and one builds upon the other as you go forward. And I bet that you've said, hey, I've done this for someone. Yes. I can do this for you. <laughs> I can do it over here. Yeah, and I can look, do it I can here. do it again. Or I'll do a variation of that one on these two returns and only do one thing on this return. And how long have you been in the industry? Uh, 1988. 1988. So Three years. So you know that Jeff, <laughs> hey, you've seen it all. A little bit. I've seen some wild market cycles. I've seen uh, aggressive IRS to, I'll say, uh, non-compliant IRS. To... Yeah. <laughs> so, so it, yes. Yeah, it runs the gamut. So the idea is have Jeff in your corner, have Jeff working for you because he's seen just about everything. And, and frankly, you have to get somebody to look yes. at your stuff or yeah. else you're going to be missing out on tax benefits. Yes. Yes. And and it's it's not something that tax day is April fifteenth every year unless it falls on a weekend like it did this yeah. year. And you get a day. Or and we have COVID and they give you a month an or extra two months. Month. Yeah. <laughs> um tax thinking about taxes and thinking about your tax liability is not just one time a year. It's every time you get a paycheck. Yes. On a regular basis going forward. You should apply some concept to it. Just don't Stick your tax return in the closet, you know, walk away from it, you know, and then come back a year later. And most people don't worry about tax returns or taxes until January, February. It's too late. Yeah. Because if you don't plan today, all we're going to do is record the history of what took place this year. That's it. And there's it, really – You can't retroactively yeah, go back. There's not much you can retro to go back to that. I mean a couple items, but that's really about it. Maybe if I'm really good – about saving and everything and you know hey jeff i had an extra 20 grand uh, at the end of the year and you probably say well you could have been investing that throughout the course of well, the year that too um so that's the, the the wealth management side of it but the, they go hand in hand everything that you do in your financial life will end up on a tax return it's just a matter of when yeah and and prepare for it in some cases it's good in some cases it's bad 
And every paycheck I get, I look at that pay stub and I say, yes. how much is coming out of my paycheck going to my 401k? How much is coming out going to uh, Medicare and exactly. Social Security? Federal, state tax, all yeah. that fun stuff. What is that? And do I have things, uh, health uh, bills to pay, medical bills to pay for? Do I have school bills to pay for mm-hmm. that I could be utilizing uh, an HSA or an FSA? On to, a pre-tax level. So pre-tax you level. reduce your taxable event in a sense to be able to pay for those items. Here's, here's items real, you need to pay. Here's a real world, real world example. Oh boy, I can't speak. <laughs> real world example of how this works from my own paycheck. Uh, well, technically my wife's paycheck, but personally, <laughs> we owe money for uh, daycare and for, for school for my son. Yes. Every month we have an FSA that you set us up with that ensures that to a certain amount, his schooling gets paid for pre-tax. Yes. With pre-tax dollars, mm-hmm. rather than going to the IRS in the form of, of payroll taxes from yes. our paychecks, it's going to pay for part of his school. Exactly. And in this past calendar year that you set us up with it, we started in, in May and we utilized part of it. We got uh, uh, realized after we did our taxes that we kept twelve hundred bucks. Yes, from, just by doing that, from going to the government, mm-hmm. and instead it went towards the school bills. Yes, and that is written into the baked into the tax code for us to use for our benefit. The senators and and rep- don't say they never did anything for you because oh, no, they, they did. did. It. The bulk of the tax law out there is to help to help you reduce your taxes. You just have to take advantage of it. They put it in there and, and it's for us to use, but if we never know about it, you'd, if we don't yeah. have a Jeff Zufall, yeah. you'd never know that it was there. We'd never know it was there and we'd never use it. Yes. And frankly, if <laughs> if I knew it was out there, I would still probably need a Jeff Zufall to walk me through how yeah. to actually do it. <laughs> what the process is, how it affects you, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. And we yeah. only, I think we only did half yeah. of what we could do. We, well, yeah. If we did the... Well, they, they raised the... Part of this uh, inflation adjusted a lot of factors out there um, from 401ks, anything that you can do contributions to. With the inflation that we have out there today, everything is stepped up. So stepped up. So, so FSA doubled um, to ten thousand two hundred is the max contribution that you can put into it now. So you could defer ten thousand two hundred dollars of your income that you do not pay tax on that would then be applied for child care, health care. You know, something of that effect. Now, you have to have a, it's got to be a Fortune, typically Fortune 500 company, <clears throat> where you actually have a HR department, so on and so forth. Small businesses won't be able to really have that. Mm-hmm. But they're all alternatives if you're working for a small business or a mid-sized company. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you a real-world example. My wife contacted her HR department, and she worked it out using the information that you provided us. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you can call an HR department yes. and, <clears throat> with permission from both sides. We do a conference call. Um, the client could then say, hey, talk to these guys. I don't know what in the world they're, ta- they're asking. Yeah. We would then you know, say, hey. I'd, I'd get on a three-way call and say, hey, Jeff, tell yeah. these people what we want to do. Yeah. And, and my HR company, my we'll HR start department, to put it together. we'll exactly. get the pieces going. And then the next paycheck I get, it's a little less 
Yeah. But it's going to pay for stuff that I needed to pay exactly. for. Exactly. You're going to pay for it with after-tax dollars, so you'd have to pay 12, 20, 24% tax to get that in your pocket to be able to pay it. So yeah. it's better to pay it pre-tax. It's so, a beautiful thing. Here are the number. Here here are the actual numbers if we sock away uh from our paychecks 10 grand this year mm-hmm. uh for schooling at an effective tax rate of 24%, we'll be keeping 24% of that yes. rather than go to the government. We keep that. In your pocket. And $2,400 <clears throat> uh, from, instead of going to the government, went yeah. to go pay for school. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I would have had to pay 24 extra dollars, $100 out of my pocket to for still school. pay the And the then the tuition. government would still yep. exactly. get their piece. They would get their tax money. Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's, that's almost a, that's a 4800 Swing. It's a beautiful. <laughs> so this is this is something that people should do every day. Mm-hmm. They should call you every day and say, set me up with whatever Josh is doing yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, and you'll say, well, he's, his case is different than yours. And Well, then look at my case and exactly. set me up with something. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to medical bills when we're getting older. Uh, you older people, I know my parents, they, they have uh medical bills that need to be met every year it'll be that's one of the biggest expenses as you go into retirement is going to be what you spend for for medical um, a lot of people don't worry about it don't a lot of people don't build it into their plans but it's an issue a huge issue yeah so if you've got medical bills that you know i pay you know 20 grand a year just on prescriptions yeah. and this that yep. and the other uh doctor's visits well, you know, you can get some of that paid for with government money. Exactly. You know, rather than paying the government taxes, yeah. they'll pay your medical bills. Exactly. Uh, so that's one of the things that we sit here every weekend and just shout out to the listening audience <laughs> in St. Louis and beyond. Yes. Uh, and the metro area. Sometimes even southern Iowa gets to hear us. Woohoo. Um, <laughs> You've got to take advantage of what's in the tax code. Otherwise, money's just going off to the government. You'll never see it again. And you're having to pay for a lot of this stuff out of pocket. So uh, don't let that swing happen. Make sure that you get on top of it. Call Jeff, uh, 636-394-5524, Capital Advisory Group, capitaladvisorygrp.com, 636-394-5524. Let's go to a commercial break, and when we come back, 10 things that can trigger an IRS audit. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, scary, (laughs) but things to keep in mind going forward. It's Capital Advisory Group, Jeff Zufall, 636-394-5524. Keep what's yours on the Big 550. Keep what's yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, and we're going to talk inflation because everybody's talking inflation. And, yes. And this is my money. This is your money. Exactly. I mean, even Jeff Zufall's money yes. uh, isn't stretching as far as <laughs> yes. it used to because of inflation. We'll talk about shrinkflation. I think that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what happens to us in the grocery store. Yes. And everybody terribly bad. Even if you just do the the grocery delivery, you're still getting the same products. Yeah, same Um, thing. So this pertains to everyone. But 10 things that can trigger an IRS audit. Yeah. Let's hear what some of these things are. So these are things that on your tax return, this is stuff that uh, the IRS will never come out and go, this is what we're looking for this year. 
You told me that before. You, yeah. Well, how did people get audited? Well, they'll never tell you. They'll never tell you because then everybody's going to go, oh, don't do that. But, yeah, right. But these are things that will Do raise... they want to catch people? Or well, sure, they... sure. I mean, they spot check stuff. Um, typically, there's really no knock on wood, no audit You know that you have to go. They want to your... catch cheats. Yeah, that's they what they're looking for. They don't for. necessarily want to catch somebody who did a math error. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not cheating. That's just an error. Yeah. Um, so what they're looking for, these are some of the things that will flag it as you go forward, which will cause someone to look at your return and, and then say, well, say, wait a minute, what's going on here? Something's goofy. You know, something's really goofy. You so know, we need the, to ask more questions. In the analogy of the assembly line machine, people's taxes are going through and then one eh, jams yeah, up the ex- machine. Exactly. Someone comes over and looks at it and says, well, something fishy's going on here. And the problem with that where it gets jammed up and somebody looks at it is it could be six months or a year later before they look at it. So as long oh, as your wow. tax return goes through, uh, it's all computerized. Um, everything's beautiful. No questions are asked. But if it gets hung someplace where there's an ear error in it, um, somebody has to look at it. And the problem is, is IRS is, as we know, backlog is Woefully huge. underfunded. Yes. And the backlog is huge. So literally the people, we get people all the time calling saying, hey, I filed my return, but that was, you know, a month ago. I haven't gotten my refund. Where's my refund? Yes. And then you have to, can you go to the, you've got on your website, where's my refund? Yes. A little button at the top right. Yes. Uh, you can go to the irs.gov and say, where's my refund? Exactly. If I'm still waiting, I type that in. Will they say your your tax return got hung up? Just or? it's in process. Okay. That's all they're going to say. Great. And you don't Thanks know whether the, it's yeah, whether it's to be worried, not be worried. Do right. you have it? You know, are you thinking about it, looking at it? You don't know. No, just says in process. And then you go back a week later, it says in process. And then yeah. a month later, it says in process. in process. So it could either be an issue. It's probably on a stack of papers. Yes. It just, it's in process, but it's, you know, no time frame. Yeah. Um, so apparently, though, that they have revised that Where's My Refund uh, website. Um, you can now get two years on there. It used to be where you could only do current year, current year only. Um, now you can go back two years and get data. So that's a, another little perk that just came out here recently. Sure. So for what that's worth. So if you filed two years worth of returns, you can go see where they're at. Okay. <laughs> So, but, but still waiting. But you're still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so the ten things that are sitting out there. First one, um, basically, as you go forward, is education tax credits. So if you have a child in college, um, there's a couple of different tax credits that are out there if you qualify for them. And so what they're saying is like one's maximum of two thousand dollars per year for all four years. The other one is a maximum of twenty five hundred dollars. But it's a one-time shot. Boom, you're done. So depending upon what credit you put on your tax return could hang up your tax return. So that's something to look for and they'll come back. Or if you continuously try to claim the credit, um, like our tax software, if we do it the freshman year, it will never let us do it again. It'll, okay. It'll shut no, us down I like that. It's per a, child yeah. by Social Security number. So people have said, oh, well, I'm just going to go switch tax software. So if you strip the tax software and started with TurboTax Fresh, um, they'll never it'll never know that hey you took this credit the year before using the other tax yeah. right. So and and, then, and but the IRS knows they will. It'll take them a little bit, but they will catch it, yeah. and then they'll come back and get you. So that's something to watch. And for. that is you know you're tr- oh I'll be clever and just use yeah. a different tax software. Well, you're trying to cheat the system. You're cheating the system. Yeah. Um, so then you can say oops sorry I forgot code. about that. You know I didn't they, realize I okay. did it. So. Look, they generously <laughs> said we'll give you one time twenty five hundred tax credit. Yes. 
only one time. And yes. then if you try to get it twice, you're trying to cheat, cheat the, system. the system. Exactly. Yeah. So, so again, you yeah. always say there's guardrails. Yes. The tax code has guardrails. As long as you stay, stay within, within those, them, you're safe. You're good. But if you try to claim it twice, They're you're gonna, going outside. You are, you know, and, well, who's it going to hurt? Well, the IRS is going to flag you. Exactly. And it may take, so in today's environment, you got to realize it may take them two years to catch it. So they're going back, you know, to your 2020 tax oh, return today. The last today. thing I would want is to yes. have that hanging out there. Yeah. So we're getting notices where there's they're critiquing a 2020, 2019 tax return, and they're asking questions on it. And we can come back and say, hey, justify it and, you know, explain it in detail. But if you can't, then you owe the whatever that tax is and the penalties and interest from when the due date of that tax return was to today. And it starts to get really expensive. Even a couple thousand dollar oopsie, you know, doubles between then and now. Yeah. So, so it, it's a huge issue. So the other th- other one they're looking at is small businesses. Um, so small businesses, the way the IRS, I think, uh, interprets it are, are all tax cheats, you know. <laughs> well, we're all trying, you know, small business is by definition is, you know, struggling to get by. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of people that say, hey, I'm a small business. Um, but really, it's a hobby. Um, so if if the IRS ever deems you to be a hobby, um, basically, you have to report the income, but you get no deductions. So the income is taxable to you, but you don't take the deductions. So, again, you have to have a profit motive. Um, and, again, sometimes it takes a couple of years to get your business up and going. And you'll take losses. That's that's all part of the game. Yeah. But that's something to watch for, you know, from a small business but you, yeah, you guys over at at Capital Advisor Group, you guys specialize in small businesses. That's yeah, that's our thing. Yeah, um, to help small businesses to tie the small business with the. And look, the I gotta I gotta worry about paying uh, to keep the lights on. Yeah. I gotta worry about <laughs> paying my my rent. Yes, um, you know, unless I own my building a lot. Well. Uh, <laughs> I gotta worry about you know price margins and inflation these days, and shipping yes. and logistics. I don't need an extra burden for my yes. small business to have to worry about my taxes. Yes. So what we see is most small businesses will show up uh, when we do the, the, the planning and our, you know, at the end of the year, do their taxes. And it's like on an Excel spreadsheet or it's in four or five different Excel sheets. Um, if you're running a small business, you need to know your numbers. You need to know where you're at day in, day out, maybe month in, month out. You got to be on QuickBooks or some equivalent of that software, um, and have somebody help you build the profit loss and a balance sheet. And if I'm if I'm a small business uh, and I'm just getting started, and like I said, I got all these things to worry about, oh, yeah. I can bring you my my year end mm-hmm. stuff, and you can say, look, you're letting too much money go out the door. Exactly. And X Y Z areas, you could save money if you you know consolidated well, or streamlined. Exactly, and, and that's part of you know again. Then you say, hey, there's different business entities that you could be. You could be an LLC. You could be a sole proprietor. You could which be offers S-Corp different tax. Each has their own. You do those from a, a liability aspect. So if you ever get sued, you've got some protection. But again, each one has its own little, I'll say, quirk in a sense in the tax law too, and it could be to your advantage to do that. Yeah, so, so every every small business out there, look, I know you're trying to cut costs exactly. and everything, but I, hiring someone like Jeff is going to be a cost, save, exactly. cost savings measure. Yeah, and we'll be able to say, hey, if you're a sole proprietor, you know, you're paying self-employment tax. 
if you're an S corp, there's pieces of that that you get. I don't want to say you never get away from the tax, but you're moving it to a different place, and you are reducing your overall tax. So it's something to, to really consider going forward, especially if you're you're a flower shop you're exactly. a, or a niche thing. You yes. need to worry about flowers. You don't need to worry yeah. about S corps. Yeah, and going, ooh, you know, should I be an S corp or not be an S corp? Right. How do I do the right reporting and all that? And there's there's time frames to it, um, dates um, that you have to declare certain scenarios to take place to make it fly right. Um, so that's all the stuff that will kind of help you and show you, hey, you could be here and it's going to cost you X. And if you're over here, it's going to cost you X. You always tell me from uh, a personal standpoint, what's my time worth to me when yes. it comes to doing my own taxes? Yeah. Uh, is it worth spending a couple Saturdays sitting, staring in the at springtime, yeah. staring at it? Yeah. Or is it worth just having you do it for me? Yep. Well, it's it's my time is valuable. Yes. And I bet a small business, their time is extremely valuable, extremely yes. valuable. <laughs> You're already working 80 hours a week just doing yep. the flowers. Yep, um, exactly. So have Jeff look at your stuff if you're a small business. What are yes. some other things that will true? So the other thing is the child tax credit. Um, this one is a huge stumbling block. Um it just it is. There are so many moving parts for the child tax credit out there. Um, nobody got the numbers right, even though they sent us stuff. Some people didn't, you know, they lost it. Maybe it never showed up. Um, but the child tax credit makes sure that your numbers are right. It's that easy. Um, and and if you can't figure out, because we probably won't see it again unless some of the bill back better gets passed. Um, that's a whole other yeah. That's a whole show. other thing <laughs> from a political standpoint. Um, but again. That's the issue is a lot of those, the numbers were incorrect. Are they, they just overlooked it and said, oh, the IRS paid it to me, so I don't have to report it on my tax return. Right. No, but you do. You, did. I mean, you absolutely do. do. And yeah. if I didn't, if we didn't have this show, if I wasn't talking to you on a weekly basis, I wouldn't have known to do that either. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and for the record, I did not do my own taxes. So <laughs> when I came in to see you, you would have told me about it. Yes. Um, yes. But just somebody out there who... Maybe they've got a pretty simple, they got one job and one kid and yeah. they want to try to do their own taxes. I they could, would miss something could, like this. Yeah, I could see doing that, but there there are stuff out there that, that you'd overlook. I mean, yeah. just, just, just from, by default. Just, yeah. I don't know. I don't do yeah. taxes every exactly. day. <laughs> um, the other one, which is a really fun one, is cryptocurrency. Oh, boy. Digital oh, assets. I got um, a friend. I'm not going to say his name because I know what the IRS <laughs> calling him. But, Let's show up at his doorstep tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to have a big problem yes. once they start incorporating this into the tax code. It will, I think, 2023 is uh, mandatory to a degree, but it's still kind of the Wild West. There's a, not a lot of laws, you know, helping, hurting, but crypto. So the question of the day is on the last two years' tax returns, it's come out and asked you, did you participate in digital currency? That's all it says. It's a yes or no response. Um, so, again, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, yeah, they'll never know. Even even uh, uh, Robinhood now has a crypto 1099 that is actually sent out. And Robinhood is, is one of these. Uh, one of the it's like an online, yeah, online brokerage, yeah. uh, you know, you can low invest fee, in stocks everything. Stuff. You could buy anything you could ever dream of through it. But they got a crypto portion now. They, exactly. So if you buy any of the, any any crypto, they have a 1099 that is going to be kicked off. Well, that see, stop right there. Yeah. Tell me this. <laughs> um, I do Coinbase. Okay. Yes. And you know I've dabbled in crypto a little bit. Not trust me, I haven't made any money. <laughs> I've actually lost some money. We've seen more tax returns last year with net losses in yeah. crypto. Oh yeah. I think people got into it. 
They made a little money, then got scared. The market went berserk on them, um, and then they sold it for a loss and ran away. Right. So, um, so if they issue a 1099 to me, Robinhood mm-hmm. issues a 1099. Coinbase will probably issue a 1099. Yes. They give me one. But they send an identical one yes. to the government. That's, that's how it's. So if someone caught. sends me a 1099, you better believe. You better report it. Somewhere. You have to report yes. it because they sent an identical copy to the government. Exactly. And if I submit a tax return without this included, they're going to say, wait a it'll, minute. It'll take them a little bit. Used to be about 14, 14 to 18 months. They would catch it. They'd send you a letter saying, hey, we're missing an income here. You submitted your yeah. taxes, but you didn't include we this. We have this, but you said that. Right. And then you got to go back and figure out what in the world took place. So <clears throat> in the crypto world, that's a huge thing. Crypto is treated just like a it's a capital asset. It's not, not a currency, even though it's, you know, yeah. it's thought of a cur- as a currency. It, to the IRS, it's thought of as capital gain. It's an asset. Capital gain, capital loss. It's a it's a speculation market. Which, yeah. You know, right now, just like anything else. Yeah. Um, if someone issues me a ten ninety nine, uh, that is the first flag to say I have to include this on my taxes. Yes, because it's it's you they, have they're to. getting a copy, and yeah. we say this all the time, especially during tax time. But we say it all the time. The IRS knows what we owe them. Mm-hmm. They just <laughs> say, well, you do your taxes and you tell us. Most of it is on your honor. Um, and, and we'll yeah. see if the numbers, numbers match. match. And there's stuff. Well, son of a, yeah. If you know what I owe you, just tell me. That goes back to the postcard. I uh, forget who it was. Somebody. Obama, Trump. Somebody. I remember Trump sitting there with a Maybe postcard. It was with a postcard. Said, Your tax return will be on this. We're going to send you a postcard yeah. and it said, you owe us this. And, you know, that's how they do it in Japan. Yeah. But they just never. I haven't seen a postcard. It'll, if it'll you, never happen here. Never happen. <laughs> There's no way. For one reason or another, yeah. H&R Block would be out of business. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jeff Zufo, so you'd be I would out of too. business. Well, but, half. <laughs> right. Well, you've also got the wealth advisor yeah. uh, portion of everything. But, you know, we're working with the system that we have. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like Jeff Zufo has lobbyists in, no, in D.C. No, no, no. <laughs> working no. on his behalf. H&R Block does. Does. <laughs> uh, so. Lots. Until we get to that day. And I'm going to say right now, Jeff, not to take food out of your mouth, but I would love for the government to send me a postcard. It would be very convenient Mm -hmm. um, to send a postcard to fill it out. But uh, again, you're going to you're going to die and turn to dust before that actually happens. What is it? The the eight worst words you could ever hear. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah, (laughs) right, 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 right. So they're they're not. Well, they haven't done it yet. No. And the it, question I, is, will they ever? It's, it seems that it gets worse and worse as we go forward. Oh, boy. Uh, from a yeah. tax law, there's more, there's more additions to Yeah, They've it, made it even more complicated. There was tax simplification at one time, which never quite happened. Right. Uh, and there. again, there's stuff in there that they're doing that is beneficial yeah. to us. Oh, yeah. There's tons that's beneficial to us. need yeah. somebody to interpret it yes. to, to put it in action and to make sure that, you know, whenever I get a paycheck – uh, a certain amount of money's coming out that yeah. will benefit me in the long run. Yeah. So. so. And the other one is earned income tax credits. So earned income credits basically are for lower income America. Um, that you actually, you know, and people go, that's insane. You know, you may not pay anything into the system, but yet you get a $7,000 tax refund back. Yeah, but do you want to be one of those lowest income earners? No, no you don't. No. Um, but there's situations that will force you into those uh, applications in a sense. But, again, 
There's also people that are out there going, oh, I didn't make any money because they're trying to get paid cash, whatever the case may be, to get the earned income credit. Right. And or the other side of the equation is there are preparers out there that are, uh, I forget what they call them, like, like ghost preparers, where they will pop up a shop um, January to April 16th and then disappear and you never see them again. Wow, yeah. What they're doing is everybody gets an earned income credit and you just get these huge refunds and so on and so forth. And usually there's a kickback or something crazy like that on it. But earned income credit will the guy flag. with the Statue of Liberty outside yeah. of his office <laughs> waving you to come on in. No, that's a that's a uh, what is it? Liberty tax. Oh, it's, oh a, okay. it's a real. Oh, that's a, a real, real deal. One. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I have the bald eagle out front. Yeah, bald eagle. The run from that guy. Yeah, yeah, I'll do your taxes for you. Um, so these are things that can trigger an IRS audit. And, yes. And there is no official <clears throat> list from the IRS. No, there is no. Uh, they won't the, tell us. One of the other big for. ones is uh, large charitable contributions. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, oh, I gave $20,000 to all these charities. The key is, is anything over $250, <clears throat> you will get a letter from that charity that says, hey, you donated this. And no goods or services were supplied back to you. So this is a charity. And it's a charity. Um, and guess what? You need to back anything that you put on your tax return with a receipt. Mm-hmm. It, it, it could be a bank statement. It could be a credit card statement, a letter from the charity, but anything over 250 you better. Um, there's a lot of people that tithe to the church. That's the, You get a statement from the church. Church will send me that. You have it sitting there on your records. But we also see people that will go, you know, oh, I don't like that number. Hold on. I got more receipts. And you're like, you sure? <laughs> right. So it's not up to the prepare to, to check the receipts in a sense because um, you're taking it on good faith, you know, from the client. But we see people if they don't like the numbers and they come back and they mysteriously have all these. Well, the numbers are different. New receipts that yes. they just happen to find. So if you have large charitable contributions, you're going to get flagged. And then nine out of ten times they're going to come back and say, prove it. And you need the receipts. If yeah. you don't, they disallow the deduction and you go on from there. Got so. ha- to keep the receipts. Yes. You know, yes. you always, I yes. kept the receipts yes. and that's how you protect yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it's simple. And um, don't keep them in a shoebox. Keep them no. in a nice folder. Keep scan them, digitize scan them. Scan them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Put them in the system. Yes. You know, uh, save them somewhere. Uh, because yeah. what'd you say about the uh, the gas station receipts? Yes, they'll Those, fade to nothing. Yeah, they um, print them out on that that laser paper yeah. or whatever, and they'll fade over time. Yeah, couple days, couple days in your car sitting in the sun, they're gone. You gone. don't even know what it is. Yeah, so, so, yeah. try to uh, six months later try to bring those to Jeff. Yeah, and they'll say what? <laughs> I, you know, I can't there, read. This. I've seen some, and you look at them and you go, I can't read that. So we, so we yeah. can't include it. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the list that we yeah. want to hit? Um, so the other thing is, so if you're a small business owner, there is what's called a home office deduction. Um, and a lot of people are afraid of it. There's two methods. One's the real method. You take the total square footage of your home minus the, or I should say divided by the square footage of your office. So if you got a thousand square foot, uh, house, you got a, a 10 by 10 office, that's a hundred square feet. That's 10%. So if you're a small business owner, <clears throat> you have the ability to take 10% of Mortgage interest, um, utilities, any okay. repairs, and you put that, and you get a tax deduction for it because you work out of your home. You're working out of the house, yeah. so that's the only way that you're going to get it, though. So if you're a W two employee, like if KTRS says, "Hey, Josh, you're going to work from your house for the next four or five days," due to whatever reason, you get nothing. So you have to have a small business. You have to have an entity to do that. Gotcha. So <clears throat> a lot of people will do that. 
um, but get a little uh, extreme, like, oh, I had a $30,000 roof put on my house, you know, so I want 10% of that. <laughs> right. So there's a recapture, though. If you do that, when you sell your house, you could run into the possibility that it's a depreciation recapture, and you will end up owing tax on it. But that's another one that they're looking at. And then there's a simplified method. You just basically get a certain percent per square foot of your house that gets plopped in there, and you go. And you always say math is oh uh, math always wins. Yes, the the math is there. Uh, we can't predict the future. Yes, but we can know with certain math equations what's going to benefit us and what's not. And yes. and you could probably tell me, you know, hey, I'm I'm a small business and I work out of my house and I want to do this. Is yeah. this going to help me in the long run? Is it going to help or hurt? Yeah, in the long run. And you can you can do that equation pretty quickly. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, real quick. So, and then the other thing is uh, early withdrawals from IRAs and 401ks. Um, there's all kinds of different rules out there. Um, we see people, one that gets people tripped up is you have the ability in an IRA, reach in, grab money. Um, you could use it for 60 days, and as long as you put it back in the IRA, it's not taxable. The problem is, is the IRS put a, a rule out there because they caught people who would take a huge IRA, they'd break it into 10 or 12 different little IRAs, and they would play the shell game, which is you would take money out of one IRA, you'd sit on it for 60 days, you'd pay it back, and you go borrow it from the next IRA to pay that back. And it would just go on and on and on and on. You'd never, you could literally use maybe a hundred grand and never pay tax on it. Yeah. So they said, nope, can only do it once a calendar year. And you go, wait, calendar year. It's not January to December, it's 12 months to the date that you take the money. When I out. took it out. You got 12 months that you can't do it again. June you know, 1st. Yep. You know, one time shot that year. So we see a lot of people that double dip on that. And then the second time it's a taxable event. Yeah. No way around. And they get popped. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so, these are, and you know, you yeah. got to be kind of smart to even figure out the shell game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you also have to keep in mind that the IRS has caught on. They caught on. So uh, they've, they've, they've stopped that um, straight out. So, and then premium tax credits, um, that is for Obamacare or ACA. Um, you go, oh, I said I made $20,000, so they, they paid all my premiums for me. But then your tax return shows up, and you made seventy five. You blew the number out of the water. They want that premium tax credit yeah. back. Yeah. And a lot of people go, well, how is that possible? Well, because you cheated on the front side. <laughs> and again, in some cases, it's legit. You can say, hey, I was making thirty grand a year. I got a new job. I got a new job. Skyrocketed. I kind of forgot to tell them about it. Right. I, that I happens. That. It happens. But you'll get flagged and yes. you'll get found. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy for me to think that we think of the IRS as hunting us down, you know. You no, know, it's your your numbers hit something within their system and you trigger. Get, yeah. You get a uh, red light out. comes yep. on. Somebody <laughs> takes a look at a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, this is oh, look at Josh. <laughs> I'm watching the, the new Star Wars show. The Inquisitors are out to yes. get us. Yes. No, it's not like that. It's just... Something in your tax return will trigger something trigger else. Something. And exactly. look, if you did it on purpose, then you deserve to have somebody exactly. come up. If it was a oopsie, then you, you say, oops, sorry, I'll And then fix you work it, it out yeah. and you, you pay whatever yeah. and you're just paying what you should have paid exactly. originally. So, yes. you know, oh, they came back and asked for more money. Well, that's because you didn't do it right the first time. Yeah. Um, or you missed a deadline. Or you missed a um, deadline. missed a deadline. They came back and asked for three, $400 as late payment on something. You go, wait a minute, I made that payment. But you missed the deadline by, you know, 
three days. You know, and Jeff, <laughs> people hide their head in the sand. We always say at tax time, yes. don't bury your head in the sand. Nope. You got to know what you owe and you got to pay them exactly. because they're going to start exactly. charging you interest on that. Yes. They're, they're going to get their money. Something. Just do something. And the longer you wait, the more interest they'll, they'll tack on as oh, a yeah. fee, a tax yeah. on top of a tax. Yes. I would, I'm going to say it right now. If you're listening, this is the way to go. I would rather know what I owe yeah. so I can either pay it or uh, legally yeah. or set up a payment plan exactly. to pay it legally because I yeah. can't afford it now, but I'll stretch it out throughout yeah. the year, than to just kind of uh, forget about it yeah. and not think about yeah. it. And walk away and go, And then wait, get a wait. letter in the mail that says you owe this yeah. much extra because you didn't do it right because yeah. you ignored it. Yeah. And now you owed an, an extra $1,000 because... Yeah. You buried your head in the sand. Yes. <laughs> it's not responsible. No. It just really isn't. Yeah. Uh, how many times have I gotten overdraft fees when I was in college because I wasn't responsible? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a responsible. You see, you see the commercial now for the one bank and it says, oh, uh, you know, Bill didn't worry about his overdraft fees because of something. And it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, my bank had to come back and pay me. You know, I think I got 12 bucks in the yeah. in the settlement because yeah. they charged me too many overdraft fees. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just you got to be responsible. Yes. And part of that is paying your tax bill. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, if you, yes. <laughs> if you don't like the amount of money you're paying in taxes, call Jeff Zufall. Yes, we'll help you work it out. 636-394-5524. See if you can't find one of these flex spend accounts that you can take advantage of, one of the, the health savings accounts that you can take advantage of. See if you can't figure out a way to sock away a little bit more money on each paycheck so that at the end of the year you got more uh, in your retirement fund yes. than you do going off to the government in the exactly. form of taxes. That you'll never see. You know, sometimes I hate to say it, but there are voluntary taxes out there. There are. Taxes that we're <laughs> paying that we didn't necessarily have that to pay. You didn't really have to. Capital Advisory Group, Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor, 636-394-5524. We'll go to commercial break, and when we come back, we'll dip into a little bit of inflation. Yes. It's a huge topic, and huge. we touch it on it every show. Yes. But we'll touch on it a little bit more. Each week, we'll give you a little bit more inf inflation information <laughs> uh, that you can use at the store or you yes. know in your bank account every Every single week. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall on the Big 550 KTRS. This is Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, and let's talk inflation. Everybody else is. Yes, it's, so it's, it's, it's here. It's real. We um, might as well do it. Um, how long is it here for? Well, that's, that's you know. To be debated. <laughs> to be debated. But let's talk about where it is now, you know. Yeah. What is my inflation rate? What You know, what if inflation is at 8.5%, yes. what is my personal uh, liability when it comes to inflation? Depends on what you consume. That's, again, the U.S. economy is built on consumption. It's not a savings rate or anything. It's built on pure consumption. So my my mortgage is a locked-in rate, so that hasn't okay. changed. Your, um, your insurance will go up and your taxes will go up, but your actual interest rate that you pay for that grand total dollar stays the same throughout the loan. So mostly it is, you know, how much gas am I buying? How, exactly. much, how much stuff am I getting from the grocery store? Yes. You know, Jeff, I got these new shoes. Okay. Those but are spiffy. <laughs> should I have gotten these? I don't know. 
Uh, but maybe I paid more for them <laughs> than I would have last year. That, and, and that's true. Again, if you look at what has taken place um, from an inflation standpoint, um, again, Federal Reserve came out uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Miss Janet Yellen, uh, she looks like a nice little grandma next door. Yeah. Um, they said they missed the mark, um, which is scary because Federal Reserve controls monetary policy which they are, their job is to take care of inflation. In a, in a, to not miss the mark. Yeah, to not miss it and to take care of it. So remember back in the day they said that, uh, and everybody had to Google this because nobody knew what it was. When they first came out, they go, oh, yeah, inflation, it's got to do with supply chain issue, and it's transitory. And everybody went, huh? And probably 80 billion people Googled transitory, what it means, and it's basically short term. Um, they were wrong. They're totally wrong. So Janet actually admitted, yeah, we missed the mark. We weren't as aggressive as what we should have been. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll catch up, which kind of scary because if the Federal Reserve misses this big time, we go into a, the, the big deep recession. Um, if they can get it under control, which by they do that by raising interest rates. So we've got a war in Ukraine that's affecting uh Oil prices. Well, fuel, and the one that's, that, that nobody's talking about, uh, next spring, for fertilizer. Guess what Ukraine is the biggest producer of? Fertilizer. Fertilizer. And nobody's really talked about that yet. And they were talking about a, a wheat <laughs> blockade as yes. well. I mean, this is a, a world global. It's an issue. You know, and yeah. if it's, you know, has a war ever been fought over a global inflation? I don't uh, know, but no, we, no, might, no. <laughs> we might find out if yeah. Russia keeps driving up, you know, the the inflation exactly. issues. Exactly. You know, we might find a, a yeah. whole world war started because inflation went up 8%. Exactly. Or um, more. I mean, because, again, that's, remember, the 8.5% factor that the Fed tells us is X, food, and oil. Yeah. So they do that to levelize inflation, a little bit more of a normal number. Um, some of the stats that are out there say it's probably more in the 16 18 percent range wheat and gasoline that's food and oil exactly (laughs) Um, so whether you like it or not we have a global economy um, that we can't exist without our partners yes so you know do we want to produce more stuff here in the united states great conversation for a different show exactly (laughs) Uh, but this is the way it is currently and that's why inflation is up right now what do i need to be aware of when i go into the store when it, let's explain what shrinkflation is. Yes. So um, I think we've talked a little bit about this in the past. That bag of Doritos, um, I love eating Doritos. That bag of Doritos that you got might be uh, 10 ounces. Um, the bag looks identically the same, but it's now eight and a half. So they actually. But it costs the same. And the price is the same. Well, so the Doritos haven't gone up in price. Well,. Yeah, technically, you Te- get less for you're getting for less the same for price. the same price. <laughs> so the price did go up. Yes, you just weren't aware of it. Exactly. The um, the toilet paper rolls at forty eight mega rolls. Well, yes. instead of two hundred sixty two yeah. plies, there's two hundred forty plies exactly. per exactly. roll. So can you still call it a mega roll? Yeah, I don't know. They did. <laughs> they did. They, they did. They probably will get away with it. Uh, there's a website out there, Mouse Print. Uh, just Google Mouse Print. Uh, there's a guy. He's a, you know. We had him on the show, real nerdy guy, but mm-hmm. he follows this stuff and, <laughs> and he follows it for us. And when you see it in action, he'll take a box uh, from pre-pandemic times, yeah. pre-inflation times, and put it side by side with the box like today. Today, yeah. and it'll look like the exact same box. There were some Nutrigrain bars or something, um, granola bars, mm-hmm. and, and Elmo was on the front. <laughs> 
and it said eight bars per box. Yeah. And the one right next to it that is on the shelf today, seven bars per box. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's and that's, a, that's, that's what a we're up against. World. If you yeah. eat one every day, exactly, you're ending up having to buy more boxes. Well, now it's perfect because you got seven, so you just go back to the store every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were giving us an extra yeah. one. That's <laughs> from really hungry that day. So you need to take a look at this stuff because yeah. even if you know your receipt might say the same amount, but you're bringing you're home less product. Less. Exactly. And, it, and that was product. big. It was big in the seventies, uh, late seventies, when inflation was huge. So again, we're going down that same path. But again, you, the, the, what do you consume will basically say what is your inflation. Personally, what is your inflation factor? Um, if you have all kinds, and we're seeing it from people who are on fixed income, run into that issue where they're saying, hey, we need like 400, 500 more a month to make ends meet. The people that are extremely wealthy, it hasn't really, I'll say, affected them yet. Um, they, they can absorb it to a degree, but there's, there's a time lag out there where nobody can afford it for, you know, long periods of time. And we don't know how long it's going to be here. Um, yeah. Depends on how the Federal Reserve responds. Uh, and they do that by increase. The simplest form is they increase interest rates, which literally takes liquidity out of the open economy. Um, and how quick that is, you know, the, the White House says that they've already knocked it down a little bit, but we're only up three quarters of 1%. Um, well, we say I, math um, always wins, yeah. Jeff, but when it comes to things like this and global <clears throat> markets and this Vladimir a, Putin. Yeah, a little trickier than that because yeah. there's a lot of moving parts that are affecting You can't predict what every yeah. part is going yeah. to do. But the, the Fed is poised in a sense to raise rates by half a percent um, probably at least three more times this year alone. And that's going to factor into not only our tax strategy but our Everything. wealth strategy yes. what do we do? what am i going to do for the next five years jeff yeah. we'll have to have a new another conversation yes uh about that uh, just going back before we end i, I got to mention this going back to shrinkflation uh one of the examples was the the gatorade bottle okay you got a nice round gatorade yeah. bottle they came out oh we put a handle on it now so you can <laughs> easily grip it well they indented the bottle yes. on both sides for yes. this handle which meant less, less product. liquid going yes. into the But now you got a hand. You can hold it You easier. can hold it better. Yeah. That's when you're working out. You can yeah. grab it. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, so that yeah. is the idea of shrinkflation, and that is the idea of inflation is here to stay for the time it's, being. It's going to be here for a while. And you've got to make a, a, a plan Yes. On, on how you're going to make sure that your personal inflation rate doesn't upend uh, your cart. It yes. doesn't become higher than what you're actually exactly. bringing in. Because the only other way is to trim what you spend. Yep. Um, so let's uh, call it a day there. Okay. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Jeff, it was a pleasure talking to you again. Same here. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.